0: Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast, featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt.
1: It's just like all these possibilities are opening up. And I think that's where we are in our world right now, and especially our spiritual community. We've been talking about growing and what does that look like? And I think it looks like those quilts. You know, we start out with just, well, first of all, with our own selves, but then our community, and we're connecting with others. And Shannon and I were having this wonderful talk because I think, you know, um, this Saturday night, I'm going to be her guest at um, the Nightlight show that she's been doing, which is kind of spiritual comedy, right? Right. Right. Well, it started out as
0: uh, a a comedy show, variety show. It's community-based. So we feature people in the community such as yourself, artists, musicians. It's different every time. We've been doing it for four years, but along the way, I'm also a yoga teacher on the side. And it just started to make sense to start to put the two things together. And so Bree at Soul Alchemy and I, she's expressing support of the show. And I was like, well, what if we did a spirituality-themed show at Soul Alchemy? And she was sort of like, really? And then from there, every single person that we talked to to say we're going to do a spirituality and comedy show, the response was across the boards every single time to this day absolutely the same. And it was, oh, yes. Even my dog was like, oh, yes. <laughs> this is a good idea. Do it. And has been met with so much support. And then we did the first one at the end of September. And uh I just get so much chills. It's such a neat way to bring people together. It really is.
1: Spiritual dog treats, right?
0: Spiritual dog treats, uh huh. A lot of dog humor, really, in my life. Uh, They are the best part of life (laughs) and the best teachers. So there you have it. That one's easy.
1: But so anyway, we were talking because I'm going to be her guest. And as we're going along, I was telling her about our community and our vision. And and she started talking to me about how all these other people that she's talked to have a similar idea. Will you share that part? Well, sure. Uh, And, um,
0: you know, I think... Yeah, this is a time a lot of people feel called, a lot of people feel hungry, a lot of people feel need. And we also have a lot of resources around us. And I think right now is a really ripe time for people to think like how do I put all of that together and create something? And what does that mean for my community? What does it mean for me? Who is gonna be a part of that? I have friends who are wanting to start a big retreat center, yoga retreat center. I have another friend who wants to build this beautiful hexagonal shape where there would be elder meetings and all kinds of different events Uh, I mean it it goes on and on and on it's like it's every group out there I think right now is really a time where the quilt is such a perfect metaphor it's Mm -hmm. like we have all these circles and where we really start to enrich is when they start to overlap and we start to move from one to the next, and we make those strong connections. Right now, our voices are so important. Our connections are so important.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, actually, I've been hearing about this for as long as I've been in Bend. People have talked about, oh, we should create a spiritual center, and there are different, there are different centers that have been created, but I think what's happening is we're coming closer and closer to getting them all together. And so today's talk is about the Emerald Center. City in our Wizard of Oz series, and the Emerald City is all about what is possible. What is possible? It's an idyllic city that you go in, and everything is glowing green, and green is the heart chakra color. It's a city of love. It's a city of acceptance. Dorothy shows up with her three companions, who are not ordinary people. One's a scarecrow, one's a tin man, one's a lion. And nobody in the Emerald City goes, oh, oh, your kind can't come in here. No, everybody is accepted. It's a city of wisdom. The wizard who represents, even though we know he's a sham, but he (laughs) represents wisdom. He resides there. So we are creating something that is our version of the Emerald City here in Central Oregon. And I think that one of the keys to it in the Emerald City, if you remember the movie, there's a lot of humor and laughter. And so when I was, I think, you know, I've been using the book by Gene Houston, The Wizard of Us, for like my basis that I'm going on. And then I pull in whatever else I pull in. But... But when I was reading that chapter, because we were talking and I said, oh, I I, I want you to do the talk with me. Will you do that? She says, yeah, sure. (laughs) And I said, I'm sure I can can find a way to tie this in, but I, I hadn't really done the work yet of... Of reading what it was about, and I go back, and it's it's all about creating this possibility of a, a perfect place like this, and it's all about humor. And here she is, <laughs> Comedy Central of Central Oregon. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> And, and I think that that's, that's just a perfect example of how this all works when we are open to our intuition, which I think is the theme for Yeah, we will
0: definitely be Saturday. discussing intuition. Mm-hmm.
1: When, when you pay attention to your intuition, things just come and we create something like this, whether it is a spiritual community or it's whatever it is in our particular lives that we're working on or playing on.
0: I I think you bring up such a really interesting point about the wizard being the sham. This is our tendency to elevate the thing. Mm. This person has the answer, surely you must be separate from the rest of us. It doesn't serve us.
1: No, it does not. It doesn't.
0: Our collaboration serves us. Mm -hmm. Learning to work together serves us. And those skill sets and putting everything we have towards getting better at that and next leveling that serves
1: us. And if you think about Dorothy and her three friends, they didn't find what they were looking for because of the wizard. They found it because they collaborated with each other and they cared about each other and they, they stood up for each other. And in that process, they found what they needed, their, their inner resources, their courage, their, their intuition, their heart. That's, and that's what ended up getting her home.
0: Well, and then didn't they also discover that the Emerald City is now, we're already doing it, here it is. It's not something that's going to happen after we've passed on or a hundred years from now when we've Mm. become perfect, it's sitting perfectly still and looking the part. No, it's right now, it's achievable right now. And what does that mean? Right. It means we use the tools we have in front of us, we stay connected, we touch the people near us and... We have the best life I can think of. I, I don't know how you all are feeling. Does anybody else have chills while we're here, while we're here talking together? That's real. That's the Emerald City. Yeah. It's now.
1: I think, you know, also, have you, you heard from the Bible days about the new Jerusalem? And the new Jerusalem will come from the sky. and And so that has traditionally been interpreted as heaven. Heaven is going to show up and only the select ones, you know, all right, <laughs> sorry, you guys, you know, whatever. Whatever the... Yeah. <laughs> that has been the interpretation of it, but it's a mystical passage. It comes from the prophet Elijah, and then it comes back in Revelations, and it's, it's about a state of being. Heaven, the word heaven means expansiveness in the Aramaic from which it comes. So what we're talking about is a state of expansiveness and we have grown up in a linear society that is like all of those different circles there, all of them have been separate. So we've got the Lutherans are over here and the Methodists are over here. And the and yoga Catholics. teachers are way over here. Oh, yeah, yeah you're those, way those out. weirdos <laughs> on the other side of the earth. <laughs> the
0: weird clothes. I don't
1: know. Yeah. We, we're all separate and, and we're trying to buoy up our own selves and, and, we ha- and we have a competitive model that says, well, if you give to us, then you won't be giving to them or if you give to them, you won't be giving to us and instead of a cooperative model where the more we work together, the more beauty we create and Jesus said, where two or more are gathered, I'm right there. And by I, it means the Christ consciousness, not a human being. That consciousness is created and experienced when we join together, whether it's in prayer or in taking our communities and mashing them together and seeing what we can make. It's really exciting, I think. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. It's all too easy to stay separate. It's all too easy to let these old ideas put a limitation on us. I think we we spoke about this just briefly at the the end of our talk. It's too easy to focus on the dollar amount. If I could just get this dollar amount, I will have this building, and then I will have the Emerald City, and that is not how it works. That's not a fun process. That's placing limits on yourself. When we take those limits off, we open up to the possibility of some freaky thing coming out from down the road to build the space, and this person over here shows up, and this magical thing drops in. We have to stay
1: open. We have to help each other stay Mm -hmm. open
0: and take those limits out of the picture.
1: You know, we had that very experience, um, years back, I was part of the spiritual awareness community, and Jim was one of the people that was on the board, and they were doing a mastermind group. Every week, they got together for breakfast, and they would do masterminding. And we, at the time, were meeting at what is now the Bend Community Center on Fifth Street, and they just kept masterminding for their perfect place. And the next thing that happened is a guy that knew one of the people on the board comes into town, buys the old stone church and says, here. (laughs) Just like that. Which one of you is ready to do that? (laughs) So to me, that was just like, what? How does that happen? but it can happen Mm -hmm. if we hold open the possibility and if we are keeping ourselves open to what it is that we're here to do which is love and awaken spiritual consciousness Mm -hmm. and we keep collaborating with the different groups in town that are doing cool stuff so we have well Thursday night we have our, our remembrance service which I hope you'll come to because it's so amazing but if you don't want to come to that. Erica that was here last week is doing something. I put it in the newsletter. And she's going to be doing that the following Thursday. So it would be wonderful to go and support that and see what that's like. It would be wonderful for you to come on Saturday and and see what the Night Light Show is about. To go take a yoga class if you feel like you can stretch or, or do something else, it's soul you alchemy. You gotta start that,
0: somewhere on that one, Jane. Don't, yeah. don't, don't worry, you don't have to be good at it ahead of time. Okay. That's a myth, that's a myth.
1: All right, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I guess that's the message that, that I really want to leave all of you with. We are doing something important here as a community. And the more we connect with one another, not just the people in this room, but people beyond this room, the greater and greater is what we are going to make. And, and laughter is a big part of it. And I just... <laughs> so I want you to think about... I want you to think about babies. Okay, you've all known babies at one point, right? Either they've been your babies or somebody else's babies. And you know how you do this, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or you do whatever it is, and the baby starts to laugh? I want you to close your eyes and think about that baby laughing. And do your very best not to laugh back. Just, just keep that straight poker face on. Just keep thinking of that baby. See that little giggle, the giggle, and and just the, or maybe you see that video on YouTube of the baby laughing as they tear the paper. (laughs) The more they tear the paper, the more the baby laughs, and and they just can't stop laughing. And you just see that laughter over and over again, and you feel it in your whole body. (laughs) <laughs> and they tear it again and they tear it again and the baby thinks it's so funny and you just keep laughing and laughing and laughing with the baby and every time you do that whatever that thing is you do that silly face you make the more the baby laughs and just laughs and just laughs, <laughs> now Stop with the poker face and try laughing. <laughs> <laughs> to your own governor. You know what a governor is on the car. It keeps you from speeding too much. So notice your governor on laughter. Are you Are you good with, oh, I can do a little smile? What about a belly laugh? Is that allowed for you? So for no good reason at all, let's have the biggest belly laugh you can have. Right now, just... <laughs> 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 oh, put your hand on your heart. Oh. What do you notice? Still it's still My cheeks working. My My cheeks hurt. Your cheeks hurt? (laughs) Hmm. Kevin was talking about science earlier. Well, another part of science is that they've done studies and they found that people laugh less and less and less the older they get. That baby who's thrilled with you tearing up the piece of paper is not so amused by the time they get to elementary school and think you're just being stupid. And by the time you're an adult, you're just focused on the mess that's being made. We, we have to actively look for ways to lighten up what? watch the
0: Simpsons watch the
1: Simpsons yeah you know really getting funny movies and watching them or coming to the nightlight show or, or d- doing whatever it is that you do that that allows you or just laughing for no reason
0: well speaking of science there's a physiological healing response that happens after you laugh so you're welcome everybody you're healed <laughs> good work Jane you did it yes <laughs> that's real
1: yeah, it lowers, it lowers blood pressure mm-hmm. it does, There's all kinds of great benefits To you physically mm-hmm. You're absolutely right about that and, and the other thing is Just like the placebo that Kevin was talking about Your body Doesn't know The difference between fake laugh mm. And real laugh Isn't that amazing So your body doesn't Need a great joke In order to laugh your body can just laugh for no reason. That's great news for me, Jane. <laughs> I don't care if it's fake. I love the sound of it. I'm hooked on it. <laughs> oh. So we are going to create the new Jerusalem. We're going to do it here in Yes, we are creating it now because it's not a building. It's a state of expansiveness that welcomes all. And we are creating it. We're doing it now. Yes. And so it is. Oh, yes. Sing it.
0: <laughs> I hope you all can make it next Saturday. Um, if you enjoyed our talk today, that'll be, um, it's oh, doors open at 7. Show starts at 7.30. You can purchase tickets online through the Soul Alchemy website. They're on a sliding scale, and we also offer scholarship tickets. So if you need a scholarship ticket, you can email me. You can email Soul Alchemy. But we just want as many people to be there as possible. So I look forward to seeing you. question. It could be. I mean, I think they might be bored. It sort of depends on the child. But we have had younger people at the shows before. It just depends on the child usually. Yeah. Soul Alchemy, which is a a yoga temple on Studio Road, so right in Midtown. Yeah, near the Waldorf School in that same building. That whole building is all for education. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for having me.